1: magic eight ball on the wall show me the greatest wagertainment morning show of them all I introduce to you the daily tip with Michael Jenkins the Emmy winner the eye test tells you maybe this isn't the strongest team in the country no question but there's no denying the talent and of course me I need chaos. Chelsea messenger the athlete.
2: You know colored me a little jaded on this one. How consistent can he be? How consistent will the effort be? Because we have seen this story before.
1: It's a magical three-hour blend of wagering. I went 8-0 on my best vets last night.
2: It's time for Teaser Tuesday. And pop culture. I listen
1: to the best player on the planet, and the first question is about Taylor Swift. I need a break. Whether you're new to wagering or a seasoned vet, the Daily Tip is your go-to morning show, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern. Watch on YouTube at Odyssey Sports, or listen anytime on the go with the free Odyssey app. <laughs> start your day with a daily tip presented by Bet MGM, featuring Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network.
2: When you see something like this where there is a star player who is questionable because we're going to mm-hmm. deal with this a lot during the NBA season especially because we are a morning show. Do you try to guess if this player is playing or do you simply sit out this game and say okay if he doesn't play I don't like this bet.
3: This early in the morning is definitely tough to cap NBA. I, I feel like at least for me handicap Handicapping the NBA is the hardest sport to handicap. That's just personal to me. I find it very difficult. One of the reasons you mentioned is, yes, who's going to play, who's not. Sometimes we find out minutes before the game, an hour before the game. Right now, it's 647 in the East. None of these decisions have been made.
1: The Daily Tip, weekday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, on America's home for wagertainment, the BetQL Network, presented by the king of sportsbooks, BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today.
0: Always live on the free Odyssey app. Please
1: gamble responsibly. Get locked into You Better You Bet, presented by MGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network.
2: Rod Gilmore covering college football as a game analyst for ESPN.
3: Well, I am a Heisman voter, and the Heisman Trust is very adamant about keeping your votes secret until after having voted. So it would be a real no-no for me to say, here my I, one, two, or three, <laughs> But I will, I will say this: the list is the right list. I think the way Michael Penix Jr. has played this season has just been phenomenal. Bo Nix has, man, I mean, he's been unbelievable for two years now Marvin Harrison Jr. I think he may be the best football player uh, in the country I think that's sort of the right list but I leave room for a guy who just really blows up the next two or three weeks. I think there's room for player X You Better
1: You Bet 3-7pm to Eastern on America's Home for Wagertainment. The BetQL Network presented by the King of Sportsbooks BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app today.
0: Always live on the free Odyssey app.
1: Please gamble responsibly
0: This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Ed Egross, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.
3: Welcome back to Make You All Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. If we're hearing grunge music. Shouldn't Joe be wearing the the flannel here? We go uh, early '90s Seattle. Uh, kind of put the whole thing together. Aaron, is that how it's supposed to go?
2: I have noticed Joe hasn't worn a flannel since Paul called him out on his collection. What do you want? <laughs> there something to that? My
4: collection.
2: It's,
3: it's not even a collection. It's one
4: shirt, Aaron. Yeah. That's why you got called out. It's one shirt. No,
3: it's not wore, one.
1: Like, I multiple have a bunch of women. women. Sorry. same shirt.
3: And that is a collection if you have more than three. It is. What is – right.
4: right. You I, guys are all idiots. I wear hoodies every day.
3: You guys are all idiots. Well,
4: the, I wear hoodies more like 80% of the time much more often. But anyway, who but, cares? but they're different. Hoodies, I've got my, I've know, got my like hoodie they're... collection.
2: Okay, yeah. is that salt water?
4: Uh, you fasting? No. <laughs> no, it's like a lemonade thing. <laughs> okay. Oh,
3: okay. All right. What? What? What is this? This is from Lake like, just... Michigan. On on Joe. This is
4: I mean, Jesus Christ! <laughs> shut up, all you idiots! <laughs> <laughs> all right. I want to see. Uh, I want to so... see Joe. A picture of Joe on the beach in Mexico wearing a flannel, like. Deep V,
3: flannel oh. on the
4: beach of Mexico. <laughs> are we done? Are we done yet? With a
3: yeah. Alright, ah, tied around skin. the waist. <laughs> like like back in the summertime, uh, out coaching baseball, you know, and you know the the a little red. You, you guys all like
4: to pick on me, but but we have different rules for different people on the show. I get it. I get it. All right, I'll play your game. What? Go ahead, pick on you Joe, got got Joe's not gonna get go.
1: Uh, Joe literally talks <laughs> the do? most smack about anyone on this show. No,
4: no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, oh, so, no, I don't. Not to you guys. I never pick on anybody. I'm a nice human. Oh, it's off the air. It's, it's behind the oh, scenes. Okay. Right. It's not on the air. Right. Yeah. Behind our back. Uh, so, I, hate, I hate all of you equally.
3: <laughs> that's cool. Nice. Yeah. So, Merry Christmas, so, everybody.
1: By the way, oh, Jake would 1,000%. Jake would one thousand percent
4: back us all up on this, by the way. He probably picks on Jake the most. Oh, I definitely do. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. But anyways. It's fine. Uh,
3: Okay. Yeah, NFC playoffs here. Uh, make or miss the playoffs here. So I think we have all agreed when we're looking at, say, the wild card portion of the playoffs that the second place team in the NFC East will get that first wild card spot. Uh, it would require some mathematical galaxy brain to uh, see anyone else getting that, but either the Cowboys or the Eagles will have the five seed done. As far as the standings right now, Seattle has the sixth spot at six and five. The Vikings still have a wild card spot currently at six and six, followed by the Packers at five and six, Rams at five and six, and Saints at five and six. So, Joe, my question to you is: okay, what do we do with the six and seven seeds? Will it still be Seattle and Minnesota? Or has the door been opened for somebody else?
4: Hmm. God. Bottom of the NFC sucks, too. It's going to be right. bad. Yeah. I I think Seattle's going to fall off just with the quarterback play that we've been seeing there. Minnesota, like it felt last night like, okay, you got one touchdown in the game. You let the Bears beat you. You're at home. But we do need to remember that when they come back from the bye, they're going to have Justin Jefferson. It's hard mm-hmm. to just completely forget that, what we saw. Packers are certainly trending up. I don't know where the Rams are trending. I, we shouldn't overreact to a win against the Cardinals. We shouldn't go too far. And, yes, I go. I, I guess the way they did it, it was impressive. And it's good. Kyron Williams, big part of that offense. And Cup's healthier than we were expecting him to be, at least for this past week. Dude, the Saints are a dumpster fire. I, I don't even think they're going to enter this conversation. They No, they really are. They're they're just mm-hmm. they have a bad head coach, the quarterback isn't good, everybody's hurt. It's looking like they're gonna miss their receiver one, two, and three this week. You have Lattimore hurt. Like they are a disaster. Like, so who's gonna step up? I I think it comes down to Green Bay. Is this isn't this just a Green yeah. Bay conversation? I think so. It is, and you think, would Aaron? you
2: rather bet the Packers at plus one hundred and eight to make the playoffs, and the Saints at minus one hundred and ten? That doesn't make sense to me. Now I get it. The Packers are playing the Chiefs. It's not the easiest schedule the rest of the way. But I think I have more confidence in the Packers making the playoffs at plus money than I do the Saints at minus one hundred and
3: ten. And that makes a whole lot of sense to me, in large part because with Derek Carr we know what we're going to get out of him, right? Like he's been in the league mm-hmm. long enough and we've seen him in this particular system to where what you see is what you get. There are no more questions. There's no more feeling out and trying to gel with other receivers, all that stuff, all those spats with Chris Alave in terms of miscommunication that we saw earlier in the year, notably against that against the Jaguars in that Thursday night game. That's there. Right? Like, I don't know how that changes in such a short period of time, especially with receivers being hurt for New Orleans. Meanwhile, with the Packers, I think it's important to remember this context that Jordan Love is still an inexperienced quarterback. He may not be young per se, but he is inexperienced. And that means the ceiling probably is higher for him. And if that's the case, then yes, the Packers could very well have a tougher road. And that's probably where those odds are coming from because. The NFC North, I think it's safe to say, is a good bit tougher than the NFC South right now. Look who's leading the South. It's the Falcons. How many times have we made fun of the Falcons? Ugh. Like, we make fun of the Falcons way more than Joe's flannel shirt collection. And that is a oh my fact God, if you go Edward. back and look at the- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> look
4: at I team. mean, let's not talk about the SMU on Friday. Oh, my God. Jesus. Uh, that was rough. No, I, I mean... The the Saints are... Like take another field goal Dennis Allen please. I mean he's mm-hmm. he's a disaster. The I mean no but the whole division is. Like is Tampa Bay going to be there at any point? Like like no, yeah. I don't I don't think so at all. It's just I don't really like I've said all year with that division. I don't want to bet on any of them to do anything. Like I don't want to bet on them to win a game i don't want to bet on them any of them make the playoffs i don't want to bet on any of them to win the division it's just uh it's a complete mess down there
3: is, is that but is like, that how you feel as far as like me not betting on the broncos anymore are we kind of in simpatico as far as like i mean these are your teams completely off limits and it's in the entire division
4: i've said it all year like before the year one nothing to do with the division in year i want nothing to do with the division. It's just, it's it's a complete mess. And I mean, like, just the idea that we're even talking about the Buccaneers because they're kind of in the team photo is a joke. They have the same amount of wins as the Giants, Bears, and Commanders. Like, that, that's just like they could make the playoffs. It's just so, it's so dumb, mm-hmm. really dumb. It's like, which team do you trust down here? I uh, <laughs> right now it's the Packers, but in general, none of them. I got. That. Yeah, I mean, it, I
2: just don't know what the Rams are right now. Like I need to see more of what this is before I have confidence in it. And, and then the NFC South is just, I don't want to bet on the Falcons or the Saints. I just pulled up both of their remaining schedules. Honestly, as much as I hate the Saints, maybe they have an easier path, but I don't know. It's a tough one.
4: And I mean, the yeah, Falcons, you
2: know what? Yeah, it's a toss yeah. up.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and you also trust coaching for Green Bay, right? Like, ha- hasn't Matt LaFleur earned the benefit of the doubt? Like, I get when terms of like when Aaron Rodgers is ever dealing with any coach whatsoever. And, you know, Nathaniel Hackett, completely different story. But it's almost as though whenever Aaron Rodgers is being coached up by literally anybody, some people always side with the, well, it's Aaron Rodgers. He knows how to do everything. Well, I give some of the credit for Rodgers' MVP runs to Matt LaFleur. Doesn't he deserve the benefit of the doubt that wow. maybe he is a top 10 play designer and play caller? Like, it, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he was still phenomenal on those runs, sure. But, it, you know, it's a percentage, <laughs> right? LaFleur, it's not zero. He had an it, impact in, in getting Rodgers to buy into a different system, Aaron.
2: I agree, but it's only been, like, a few games with Jordan Love. Like, a few weeks ago, I was questioning if Matt LaFleur was an idiot. So I don't know if I can quickly turn <laughs> around and say that he deserves all this credit in just a couple weeks later. <laughs> Did someone yeah. a
3: meme of that, like, idiot and like, red font? <laughs>
2: I'm did. i sure Gertz can find the clip. I pretty much called him an idiot like a month ago. So there's no (laughs) way I could say that he deserves all this credit now. And I, I'm probably looking like the idiot because of the turnaround, but uh, I don't know. I, I think it's a small sample size for me to say for sure. At this point.
4: I mean, also, it's just also bad. We're probably going too far on the Packers. Like, oh, my God, this miraculous turnaround. They scored against the the Lions defense, which is trash right now. Like, they're terrible. They've been bad for a month. Um, They beat the Chargers by a field goal. Oh, yippee. You beat the Chargers team, which we talk about them like they're a contender. But in reality, they're not. They stink as well. And they're going to be getting a new head coach. And, yeah, it's just like, okay. And and they just lost to the Packers. and eh, I don't know. So you beat up the Rams. A lot of the close games they lost early on, like Atlanta, Denver, Vegas, now they're winning those games. And it's Mm -hmm. happened lately, and love is improving, so it probably Mm -hmm. feels like they've gotten a lot better than they actually are.
3: But you don't have to be that good to get that last spot in the wild card. And that's you know. and that's the end of the at the end of the day that, that's how it looks. Real quickly, uh, should we talk about the NFC East with the Eagles uh, at minus twelve hundred Cowboys at seven to one? Because if the Eagles lose to the Niners, isn't there value in just taking the Cowboys right now? And remember they play Thursday, so operators are standing by here.
4: <laughs> I was surprised that it's seven to one. Mm-hmm. I thought it'd be closer. I'd be I'm mm-hmm. expecting closer like the five to one range like we saw in Pittsburgh, two game gap. They get Philly again. Yeah. And, and Jalen Hurts
2: is hobbled still, right? I mean, I as much as I trash the Cowboys, even I might place that bet like, just for the value you're
3: getting. You need Hurts' mobility to knock off the 49ers. If it's not there, then I have some questions. So that's a very important point. This is BeckQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, Vaughn Dalzell joins us with all of his NBA and college hoop bets right here on the BeckQL Network.
0: We'll be right back with Beck Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Ed Egross, and Aaron Hawksworth on the Beck Network.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.